five, four, three, two. What's up? I'm Natalie. And I'm Cersei. And this is I Rewatch iCarly. Every other week, we crack open some drinks, rewatch iCarly, discuss the hell out of it, and choose a stellar fan to be the pod babe of the week at the end of each episode. It's pretty tight, so be sure to stay tuned. Well, guys, today is a very big day in the history of I Rewatch iCarly. For two reasons. Two? Yep, two. First, and honestly, in my opinion, most importantly, um, I got a picture of my coochie taken at the dermatologist today with an iPad. No one cares about your OnlyFans. Come on, let's move <laughs> on to the good bit. <laughs> we'll be sending out along with the colonoscopy pictures. And two, one year ago to the day, we recorded our first I Rewatch iCarly episode. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? How little woo. I was remembering like in the beginning, like every single episode felt like a milestone. Like yes. episode three, like we're still, we're doing, still this. doing this thing. We're still talking about iCarly. That's crazy. We really followed through with what we said we were going to do. And here we are a whole year later. Still, still following through with it. Look at us. Look at us. I'll cheers to that. Cheers brother. to that. Hell yeah. Clink. Clink. Hell yeah. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. I would have thought we gave up after a few months. <laughs> I was surprised. Like you said, every fucking episode. Episode. episode two, I was like, damn. We, ca- we came back to it. We came back. That's crazy. We do it for the fans. We, we do. do it for the girls and the gays. That's it. And that's it. So shout out to you guys. Thanks for sticking around for almost. We didn't release the episode yet. So it's not quite the one year anniversary. But almost. But almost. The title of this episode is I-O-U. Wow. Not the vowels. Not the vowels. As in I-O-W-E space Y-O-U. Uh, yes. It's season two, episode three, mm-hmm. released October 11th, 2008. Dare I say it? Dare one you month? say it. One month anniversary. One month to the day. To the day. After... 9-11 and seven years, seven years. prior. <laughs> One a month and seven years prior. Wait, is that what Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln sounded a little British there? Yeah. One month and seven years prior. That was actually his Gettysburg address was one month and seven years prior. It was 9-11. They're like, what's 9-11? <laughs> the fucking, when was Abraham Lincoln a person? Uh, I don't know. During the Civil War. When was that? 1830s or 1860s? Mm. 18 something. I don't know. I'm hot. I don't know history. So anyway, the Civil War folk were like, what's (laughs) 9-11? And it's like, when airplanes crash into these giant buildings, they're like, what? I'm just on a farm. (laughs) I don't know about air travel. I'm just fighting about slavery. What do you mean, airplanes? And then they've learned too much and we have to kill them. Yeah. Because butterfly effect, that could be really bad. That could be really bad. So I'm so sorry to those pseudo pilgrims. Anyway, (laughs) the director of this episode was David Kendall. (laughs) I've said it once. I'll say it again. Two first names canceled. Get the fuck away from me. Don't want to know you. Scary. This is one of those dudes that just, I'm going to call it dabbles in Disney. A double D if you would. Oh, I would. You would. He's done. Fill the future. <laughs> That's so Raven. Colby in the house. I'm the man. <laughs> Hannah Montana. Jonas. Big time rush. Bizarre Vark. And then Melissa and Joey just once. Yeah. Just once a normal TV show. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And a bad one at that. Yeah. No offense, Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> I hate when talented people do bad things. Yeah, it's really sad. It was written by Jack Sparrow, mm. speaking of talented people doing bad things. <laughs> um, that is, of course, in reference to Johnny Depp getting accused of being an abuser. But then it turns out he wasn't an abuser and he was actually abused. And Amber Heard gaslit the entire world. But then also it's like, what's the truth? Who are we to say? I don't want to disrespect anybody, but we'll move on. We'll move on. Also, Jack Sparrow, I would like to reiterate, the real Jack Sparrow that wrote this episode. Oh. He's written for Drake and Josh, uh-huh. Victorious, mm-hmm. iCarly, well. Sam and Cat, mm-hmm. and one single episode of, of Arrested Development, well. which is God-tier comedy. As we discussed i want to watch that i want to watch that episode <laughs> so badly what untold mysteries are in that one episode of arrested development where we're like ha that's like harley humor we see it <laughs> the crossover <laughs> my <laughs> george michael and like freddie go head to head for like who's more awkward and nerdy period do you know wh- what i'm saying no oh my god okay now i was gonna make more jokes like but I guess I won't. I'm sorry. How many times do I have to tell you that I'm that I'm not I'm not cultured? Well, I was gonna say it was gonna be funny. Worst mom of the year award goes to fucking Portia's character or to Sam Puckett's mom. Ah ha ha! There you funny. go. There you go. Ah ha 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 ha! I wanted to say that these David Kendall has directed a few of our favorite <gasps> episodes. He directed I Rue the Day. He directed I Hatch Chicks. He also directed I Might Switch Schools. Like, he's- yeah. Rue the Day was good. Rue the Day was good. Yeah. And Have then- you seen those memes that's fucking the euphoria bitch being like, Rue? Yes. And it's like what Neville said to. <laughs> fuck her face from fucking that show <laughs> you know i don't know what it is we don't we don't have a podcast about whoever that's about but i refuck her face <laughs> fuck her face and then jack sparrow has written a lot of episodes that we fucking hate i scream on halloween i'm your biggest fan oh. i carly oh. saves tv like the list goes on and on oh you know the episodes that just like resolve themselves yeah funny funny uh somebody who we enjoy and somebody who we absolutely fucking hate working together that is how i feel when i look in the mirror Mm. so i'm used to this dichotomy yeah it makes sense to me this episode entails the trials terrors and tribulations Mm -hmm. of being the only poor friend in a group of wealthy spoiled Mm. rich friends yes preach sam puckett finds herself in the need of repaying her friends back all the money that she quote unquote owes them even though this money definitely a hundred percent no doubt about it belongs to their parents Mm -hmm. and unless their parents are like hey where's my money who fucking cares spencer has his own b-plot fun uh, yes. he's selling knockoff girl scout cookies which i bet the name is gonna get a massive eye roll from miss natalia over here me no you eye roll never. never and somehow these plots perfectly merge together to solve each other's problems as a good sitcom should now i will say yes the other ones solve themselves but, but. it's good sitcom writing to have the difficulties in the a plot and the b plot merge together that's what you're aiming for when you write a good episode of tv okay all right does that mean i like it no i love the caveat i love how you're like just to throw it out there i'm not condoning what is happening i just want to say that it makes sense yeah like if you were to google like how to write for tv they'd be like 
the A plot and the B plot should merge together at the end of the episode in an unexpected way. Jack Sparrow, like, writing vigorously. M- merge, He's like, merge, 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 A, merge, B, C. Merge. He's like, I'm getting on the highway. Merge, <laughs> merge, merge. We open up in the school. Carly is applying lip. My lip gloss is popping. My lip gloss gloss is cool. cool. All the boys keep jacking. Freddie chases me after school. (laughs) She's applying her popping lip gloss and smacking it around every which way. And Freddie tries to flirtily ask if she's having a lip seizure. So cute. I'm bullying you. That means I like you. She explains she's mixing the mango lip gloss Mm -hmm. with a coconut lip gloss Uh, to try to create pina colada lip gloss. Pina. Freddie's like, well... Does it taste like a pina colada? And Carly's like, want to find out? Freddie's heart drops out of his ass <laughs> onto the floor. Yes. Carly wipes her hands on her mouth, smears them all over his lips t- way too aggressively. Way too and Freddie's like, you bent my tooth. <laughs> As an owner of only three fourths of my front teeth, let me just say, not possible. Uh. They are either gone or there and bending is not an option. I had a similar question. I want to know, how does a boy who gets tick baths bi-weekly have <laughs> such shitty dental hygiene that his teeth are that flimsy? Like, his mother has Munchausen by proxy, and she doesn't tell him to brush his teeth? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. She doesn't take him to the dentist, like, three times a week? I don't believe You know it. what? She could have selective hyperfixations and okay. literally just neglect dental hygiene. Okay. All right. I think there are a lot of people that neglect dental hygiene but don't necessarily neglect other aspects of um, bodily care. But, I mean, still, for for her to just, like, she didn't even go in it. Like, she was just rubbing his lips. And... She bent his tooth. Like, there was barely any pressure there. So that has to be, I like, mean, it really might have been bad. hyperbolic, but Freddie's just so annoying. I am going to rag on him for this. Yeah. I mean, we should. He's annoying, and he thought that he was going to get a kiss. No kiss kiss for you. No. We are only in episode three of season two, Freddie. You are not getting a kiss yet, okay? Okay. Also, I want to bring up something. First of all, how do kids know, A, what a pina colada tastes like? Ooh, B, good question. what makes a pina colada like a thing? Because I feel like when you're a child, you don't understand that everything is the sum of its parts. Like when I realized that French toast was just bread dipped in eggs and yeah. not some magical thing that you found in like a cave, like my mind was blown. Like you don't understand that like things become things. Yes. I specifically remember the day when I realized that all food came from plants because when you eat a pancake you're you're like you don't think this is plants no but then i found out about wheat right and flour and then it was like wait a damn minute yeah like like okay so how even if they know what a pina colada is magically know what it tastes like how i don't think children are like cognizant enough to know oh mix mango and coconut yeah I, that's a great point. I was just, I was about to be like, oh, it's something like TikTok. Like she, she saw it on her little, on her little splash face, right? On a different web show. They were like, oh, if you put mango lip gloss and coconut lip gloss, you're going to get this cute little pina colada thing. Like she's watching some like makeup influencer on her splash face yeah. seeing somebody else do this shit. Cause there's no way Miss Carly Shay came up with this on her own. Even so, like there's no way. I'm thinking about fucking... Who's that girl? All that glitters, seven seven seven, or fucking Blair, whatever. Like the the old YouTube girlies, they were not doing it like you are now. Like it was wretched out there. 
There were no good hot tips. It was literally just like awful. Damn. Well, I I guess it goes unanswered. I don't know. I guess Jack Sparrow was just like, yeah, girls like pina coladas. Yeah. A 15-year-old girl would know what a pina colada is and what it consists of. Miners know what this tastes like. Pina coladas are bomb, though, I will say. Yeah, they're pretty good. I, I think they're so good I would have a virgin one, which is just a fruit smoothie with coconut milk. <laughs> but I'd have it. Yeah. Delicious. I mean- I like strawberry daiquiris better than pina coladas. Girl, shut the fuck up. Can I have a strawberry not- <laughs> daiquiri? Thanks. I'm not like a huge fan of coconut, so I'm not. I like pina coladas, but they're not my favorite. I don't like coconut either, but pina coladas and Thai curry, bomb. All right. Um. Anyway, back back to the show really quickly. No, uh, um, diverging from the show again. Aren't daiquiris with dark liquor? I think so. They're with rum. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I had a daiquiri once, and I was like, this is amazing, except for the fact that I can taste the rum. Someone else drink it. Oh. I like it. Do you hear that, boys? She likes a strawberry daiquiri. If you see her on the beach, you know what to order her. Order her one. Yeah. Her address is um, (laughs) 107.5 Kiss FM, Austin, (laughs) Texas Lane. Go find her. Get her a daiquiri. Um... Anyway, Freddie is in shorts again. Again, he literally, since season two, he was like, I I'm a shorts went guy. through puberty. I'm a shorts guy. I am a grown man. It's winter. I'm wearing shorts. I don't care. I'm white. It's winter. I'm wearing shorts. That's it. Yeah, that like generic white guy with like just brown hair that's cut in like the most generic fashion. They're always wearing shorts. They're always wearing shorts. And Freddie is like, I am going to be that guy. He thinks it's cool. Yeah. Well, turn your swag on, Freddie. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> it's on for this episode. Sam comes in screaming about needing to pay this cab driver 30 bucks because her mom lent the car to, quote, some fisherman, unquote. Freddie's like, a cab from your house a year doesn't cost $30. And Sam's like, it does. What do you make the cabbie pull over and buy a breakfast burrito for you? <laughs> that was hilarious. I'm going to say it. Say it. It was funny. It was funny. Queen shit. She knows what she wants. It's so hard yes. to get a fucking Uber driver to do this. I've had Uber drivers, like, abandon me while I'm getting Subway. I'm like, bruh. It's a rough life out there. Bruh. But this is me running 30 minutes late to work, still needing to stop and get Dunkin'. Like, you, she has her priorities straight. Oh, absolutely. Except it's a absolutely. breakfast burrito. That's how she... <laughs> the beans. The beans give her the energy. The beans. <laughs> it's like her caffeine. Bean girl. <laughs> Bean girl. Also, why does Freddie know how much a cab from her place to school costs? This happened the last episode. What are these little kids doing knowing the, the ins and outs of cabs? I don't know the ins yes. and outs of cabs. I don't either. But also, specifically, specifically- From your house morning, to here, because I've done it before. In the morning, he has done the walk of shame, the cab of shame from <laughs> Sam's house- Freddie has done the, the cab school. of shame. The cab of shame. And he's like, bitch, when I did this last weekend, it was literally $5. So where the hell is this other $25 $25 breakfast burrito. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is in that burrito? Beans. $25 magic beans. After Mm -hmm. Sam coerces, steals the money from Carly and Fred Wardo to pay the cabbie, she walks back in on Freddie complaining about how she's always jacking fucking money from both of them and never paying them back. Sam gets offended Mm -hmm. and promises that if they come up with the exact dollar amount she owes them, she'll pay them back. Freddie's like, I'll believe it when I see it. Natalie. Uh Uh-oh. I want to ask you. Hit me with it. What are your opinions on lending friends money? I'm the type of person that, like, when we go out together, like, 
I'll order the first round of drinks and then you order the second. Like it all evens out kind of a thing. But if you mean like, hey, Natalie, I need $400 for a flight and that like I'll give you the $400, then that's different. Like I would lend it to you if you were somebody who I trusted, who I knew I would get the money back from because it's a lot of money. If it was like 10 bucks or something like that, I would still want the money back, but I wouldn't be as like concerned as to who is like who is asking me for the money. So I feel like the larger the amount, the more stringent I would be with it. Like, especially if it was a recurring thing, if they didn't pay me back, like, recurringly or didn't get me something back kind of a thing. It didn't even out with them. I don't know. Does that answer your question? So, like, Sam Puckett would not be your friend. I mean, she would be my friend. I just probably wouldn't lend her a shit ton of money. You don't have a choice. (laughs) She just get it somehow. She just gets it somehow. She has her ways. Yeah, I don't know. But what okay, what is your opinion then? Oh, um, I have a very strict policy about money. Uh-huh. If I lend someone money, I'm in the headspace that I'm not gonna get it back. And if they pay really? me back, it's a nice surprise. Oh. See, I'm the opposite. Like if I lend you money, I assume that you and I are under the agreement that you're going to pay me back because I'm lending it to you. I'm not giving you the money, I'm lending it to you. Yeah. I guess I feel like only my very close friends have ever asked me to borrow money and if they did do that like it would literally be because of a dire circumstance like you know like something weird is going on in their lives and they're like in a bad spot so I'm like I'm the last thing on their to-do list to like sort out you know like whenever you fucking get to it get to it but at the same time that means that like if I'm not okay with being like hey I just gave you $500 and I don't really give a fuck if I see it again like I'm less likely to lend to people that I'm not like that are not in my inner circle. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say that because sometimes like the vibes of people you hardly know are good. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's just like how much I love you in my heart, I guess. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. A Justin Bieber lookalike walks up and hands Freddie a cord. But before he walks away, he just leans in and starts sniffing Fred and goes, Mmm, pina colada. <laughs> and Fred freaks out and yells, Ugh! and starts violently wiping away at his lips. God forbid he has moisturized lips that smell girly. Like, is a pina colada even really girly? Like, it's just a fucking drink. It's fruit. It's fucking fruit. Toxic masculinity, a fragile ego. Like, please. It's just funny that this twerp is worried about that being the thing that's embarrassing. Like, right. honey, your entire, like, wardrobe, demeanor, personality, relationship with your mother, <laughs> hobbies, choices in life make you embarrassing. Period. Smelling good is not one of them. Yes, and if anything, the weirder part was this little fucking random ass kid sniffing you up and down like I would be like dude back why do you know that I smell like pina coladas back the fuck away from me I'd be like you want to kiss kiss you want to want to taste this pina colada also you were begging for a taste of that pina colada but now that like yeah it doesn't come with like girls attached to it you're like you're like ew ew this shit's gay can't believe I'm fucking I'm fucking gay I'm fucking gay I'm fucking gay ugh canceled already we are at the Shea apartment and Sam and Spence are blowing bubbles up to the ceiling watching them pop and then immediately regretting it when the soap comes falling down right into their eyes when Fred rings the non-existent doorbell they're squinting and straining and going what's up this was like just like a stoner joke yeah like there was literally no point to the scene except for making a stoner joke 
Yeah. Did you say joke? A stoner joke. Yeah. Yeah. They were just like, I'm fucking blazed, like, dude. Uh-huh. What's up, uh-huh. Freddy? Yeah. Let's just like. Also, I thought it was weird that they were just like cooling on the couch together, like do something, get a job, kiss a girl, do something. <laughs> do something. Well, not even that they were just like chilling, but like why blowing bubbles in your apartment with just your brother and you? It's just dumb. It makes no sense. Obviously, they're going to pop. They're quirky. We don't get it, I guess. Ugh, I'm I'm annoyed. I'm I'm tired of yeah. this shit. Me <laughs> too. Well, Fred and Carl, they go upstairs to rehearse iCarly, and again, the non-existent doorbell rings. Spencer opens it. It's a little girl. My favorite. And Chris Hansen. <laughs> and then also, Spencer notices that her MILF mom is there with her, and then he goes, well hello there and he does like a little wink and the girlies are selling sunshine girl fudge balls that is the knockoff girl scout cookies spencer is so excited because he loves fudge balls he tells the girl don't be afraid to try to sell to him because he's easy okay we got it we got it you're a slut for (laughs) testicles don't say that to a little girl i'm uncomfortable like fudge balls easy come on despicable come on despicable despicable the little girl runs away crying as she should yeah and the milf is like i'm so sorry she's just so shy you know she really wants to sell the most cookies and that way she can win this bike spencer volunteers himself to help the little girl sell cookies after confirming that the milf is single by asking her and i quote how tall is your husband <clears throat> to which she replies I'm single. And he goes, ooh, I really want to help Emily now. Asking how tall her husband is to see if he could beat him up if she, like, does have one. To see if he's taller. Like, just to ask. Like, is Spencer one of those guys that puts 6'4 in his dating app bio? And, like, that's all he has? Because I mean, honestly, like... It's kind of like something that, like, you can't, you can't dispute. Like, if someone was, like, to me, like, hey, how tall is your husband? I was, like, 5'10", and they were, like, well, I'm 6'3". I'd be, like, dude, you have a point. Yeah. You, I'm, I'm willing to hear you out. I will leave him right now. Mine would be the opposite. Like, they would be, like, I'd be, like, oh, my husband's 6'4", and they'd be, like, oh, I'm 5'10", and I'd be, like, oh, I'm leaving him. You have a point. Have fun with that. <laughs> have fun with your weird short man. I will. Anyway. Anyway. In the iCarly studio, (laughs) Sam walks in and she says, quote, so Fred Wad, how much do I owe you guys? Which Fred Wad, love it. Fred Wad. Freddie goes, $526. She shits, pisses, vomits, dies, wakes Mm -hmm. up in hell, plays Mm -hmm. poker with the devil, (laughs) wins, gets kicked out of hell, gets resurrected, summoned back to the iCarly studio, receives a fate worse than gambling with the devil when Freddie pulls up a fucking PowerPoint presentation explaining all of Sam's borrowing habits. So Sam slams the laptop down on his fingertips in protest, as she should. She's like, damn, I was going to pay you back, but I didn't know that it was that big. 
Damn. I didn't know it was that Damn. big. We've all been there. <laughs> Carly's like, well, how much do you have? And she turns out her pockets and it's like 14 bucks, a double A battery, some string, a fork, and uh, I think this is an olive. Carly goes, <laughs> the olive is moving. Sam grabs a fire hydrant and beats the living shit out of the moving olive it was just like jumping kind of too like the way that it was still moving like you're telling me that this poor <gasps> impoverished girl had a fucking cockroach <laughs> in her pants this feeble struggling like <laughs> l- like suffering child with house insecurity living in a cockroach infestation so bad that one so has bad. just straight up been cooling in her pocket all day and they're tripping over the fact that this bitch owes them money while they're living in a penthouse. <laughs> and also these bit none of these bitches have jobs. None of them. Yeah, they don't no. have money. It's their parents' money. Boo hoo, she owes you 500 fucking dollars. Right. She has cockroaches in her pants. Let's have some sympathy. She literally has cockroaches in her pants. Her mom doesn't have a car. She had to go take a cab to, to class. Like, Wait, you know the squirrels on my pants from Phineas and yeah. Ferb? Roaches in my pants. Cockroaches in my pants. Cockroaches in my pants. Roaches. Roaches in my pants. That was a bop. That was a straight up fucking bop. It was a bop. They could have. This is what they could have had, though. They could have had roaches in my pants before squirrels in my pants. L. And they fucked up on the opportunity. Damn. Big L. Drop an F. Bigger L than um, Blockbuster than refusing Blockbuster. to buy Netflix. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I don't... This is this is fucked up. I was just like... It, it was just taking a ride in her... Po- How long has she had that in there for? <laughs> it was taking a ride! <laughs> it was taking a ride. Even if she it wanted to see iCarly live. What can he say? He's a fan. <laughs> it's Instead of I'm your biggest fan with Mandy, it's the cockroach. <laughs> I'm your biggest cockroach. <laughs> I'm your biggest cockroach. Just... In the pocket. Wow, I can't believe I'm seeing it live. It brings him cookies. (laughs) Wait, is this the cockroach that tried to slap my butt that was John Wayne Gacy? Yes, it's John Wayne Gacy. He's on iCarly. He has returned. Oh my God, Sam killed John Wayne Gacy when he was just trying to watch iCarly. Spanky died, got resurrected as as a cockroach. Tried to smack my butt. Yes, tried to smack your butt in in a... in a dive bar in Chicago, and then went to Seattle. <laughs> he hopped on a plane with his little cockroach luggage. He was like, "Yeah, I'm getting out of here." <laughs> and then Sam brutally murdered him on children's TV. I mean, uh, he was a murderer, so I guess he deserves yeah. it. Wow, Sam's kind of like a hero. Period. Who cares if she owes you money? Let's build her a statue. Yeah. She deserves yeah, way more. She does. Um, I'm sorry too, but like I actually started busting out laughing when she was slamming <laughs> the fire hydrant on the table repeatedly. Like it was one of those jokes that if it was something else and they had continued doing it, it wouldn't have been funny. But it was just perfect. I loved the fucking and I think this is an olive. The olive is moving. moving. That was solid. And actually, you know, good acting from Miss Carly. Ms. Yeah. And then she came over and she just kept beating. And then she was like, I got it. (laughs) Stellar. 10 out of 10. We find ourselves outside of a grocery store. A new location alert. New scene unlocked. (laughs) Achievement unlocked. Grocery store. Outside. Not inside. 
not inside. They don't have the money for inside, just outside. Yeah, we all we all know yeah. that this is just like some fuck ass soundstage. There's no there's no <laughs> groceries in that store. Mm-mm. Food insecurity, food deserts. Read about it. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Spencer, sexy milf, and young child set up their sunshine cookies table. Spencer says one one thing to the little girl, and one she runs thing. away crying, not yes. shitting, screaming, vomiting, just just no, normal just crying. crying, just normal. And single milf mommy runs after her. So Spencer's just left alone to man the fucking table. She's like, I'll be back. Goodbye. <laughs> he asks every single person who walks into the grocery store, and they all turn him down immediately. Working in sales, am I right? Can I can, can I get a relatable in the chat? Drop it down below. Two teenage bitches <laughs> in Sunshine Girls uniforms set up shop right next to him. And when he starts to be like, Hey, um, um, I know you guys are, I know, I, I know you guys are minors, but like, um, but like, I was like, kind of like here first. Like, I don't like you know, mm, trying like, to be civil. I kind of like called dibs like on this corner. So like, if you could like, maybe like, you know, not, you know, not, not be here. And they just get up yeah. and flip his fucking table. Like stone cold <laughs> Steve Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> uh, I, and then Spencer, Spencer's just like, like, uh, did I just get fucking owned by two teenage girls in Sunshine Girls outfits? Pure ponage. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely did. I personally, I hate the kids being mean to adults trope. I just hate it. Literally, all he has to do is drag them by their hair. He's 6'4", <laughs> pull them into an alley and beat them senseless. And the feud is over. Like, it's done. Like, like we, like we, who would know it was him? Who would... <laughs> your face. Who would know it was him? Just... The security cameras outside the grocery store, the witnesses in broad daylight outside the grocery store. I mean, whatever. Just I kick the kid's fucking ass. Like, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Like, if a kid was shitty to me, I would not fear jail. <laughs> wee woo, wee okay. woo, wee woo, wee. I love how you call the police on yourself. <laughs> like, I didn't, e- I didn't even get to say wee woo. You were already like anticipating the wee woo coming. I was like, fuck. You were like, all right, I know it's coming. Let me just dial La- myself. You think Hang I'm afraid on. of jail, bitch? I'll call the cops on myself after I wee beat woo, your fucking wee ass, woo, bitch. <laughs> um. Okay. Period. <laughs> I mean, I would definitely say some fuck ass shit back to them, being like, being like, okay, what, what the hell, please? Hey, what <laughs> gives you, youngsters? You can't flip my table. Hey, why are you guys being mean to me? That's not very nice. <laughs> Natalie gets absolutely disrespected in the club. <laughs> hey, that was hey. not very kindness of you. Really? Haven't you ever seen Bambi, where a thumper says, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all? I was just going to say, haven't you heard that you shouldn't say anything if you don't have anything nice to say? <laughs> wow. If that were really true, um, I would be a mute. <laughs> this podcast would not exist, like, quite literally. It would just be, like, censored. It would be like, beep, 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 beep. And then they walk yeah. into the apartment, beep, beep, beep. Or it would it would actually be us reading. What was what was that girl that comment that she left? Please, it's kind of pointless. All they do is joke around. Okay, we'll just read the script. No, no, no comments, no thoughts, no opinions, no feelings, no personality. No, it would literally it would literally just us be reading the script. That's what this podcast would be if we weren't allowed to say anything mean. It'd be like a table read, but with no soul. Yes. But objectively, I mean, period, they are stating their dominance. They're like, fuck this dude. 
we know that we're the shit and you can fucking choke and die. And that's what they think until Spencer drags them by their fucking hair <laughs> into an alley and beats them senseless. Cut scene. We see Spencer dragging them by their hair. He's just like, like, like the Kubrick stare into the camera. Like, yeah. <sighs> he turns into the Hulk, literally. <laughs> They're just like crying, screaming. Yeah. The kids at home are like, mommy. I didn't know we were seeing a Marvel movie, Mom. What's happening? The parents are like, oh, my God. Turn it off. They're like, okay, we can we can let the foot fetish stuff slide. But like but like him turning into the Hulk and beating the shit out of two girls. That's got to go. Sex. Yes. yes. Violence. No. Goodness me. No. <laughs> Not in my Christian household. Oh, that. <laughs> so we are in the iCarly studio now after that brutal scene. And the girls are broadcasting live on iCarly. I mean, SNL, obviously. <laughs> Snow. Snow. And they kick us off with some sketch comedy and character work that is literally not even worth mentioning. Then Sam and Freddie start fighting over money on the web show, though, which is super tacky. Freddie takes the time to explain the feud to the millions and billions and trillions of yeah. iCarly viewers. So Sam takes a second to solicit her audience to send her money to help pay her friends back. And she decides to use their school as a point of sending the money so as to not dox herself to the pedophiles that are inevitably watching this show. Even though letting them know about the school is still pretty, you know, suspicious, but... Suspicious. Suspicious. When they were introducing the little sketch comedy they were going to do, Sam said that she presented it in class and she... She got a D on this play that she wrote, okay? Um, she should have been fucking expelled from school over it. It was so bad. It was horrible. All I'm thinking about is like, damn, I wish I had some D right now. <laughs> okay, please. You know, we haven't been horny yet. Can you please wait? Can you wait until at least That's we're- That's my secret. I'm always <laughs> horny. Ooh, second Hulk reference. Who's writing it down? Who's writing it down? Um, I mean, we are the horniest podcast ever, so I guess it makes sense. It's funny because there are like actual like sex podcasts out there, and I bet they don't even yeah. come close. No, I I doubt it. Call her daddy. Who? No, it's actually no. the I rewatch iCarly girls that are the horniest podcast on the internet. Absolutely, absolutely. Tell everybody no. Um. Mom, <laughs> this podcast I listen to. Did you know? I rewatch iCarly. Did you know? They rewatch iCarly. <laughs> I just want to tell Mom? you, they're the horniest podcast on the internet. They said so themselves. What? <laughs> what? Are you, what? <laughs> okay, okay. Also, Sam asking their audience to send her money is us asking for people to Venmo us every time we say back at the Shea apartment. Uh oh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking, except she actually receives donations and we have not received a single Venmo. Not you spoiling what is about to happen again. Come on. It's crazy. You do this all the time. You always spoil what's happening in the episode. I think I think like we assume that people know what's happening in iCarly. It aired 20 years no. ago. How dare you? OK, you... I'll, re I'll, I'll redact. I'll redact what I said. I'm going to put a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> You have to you have to put spoiler alert, spoiler alert, and then you got to give them like a second to tune out, and then it's like okay. Mo why are you? Why are you? You know, I just 
You're fucking ridiculous. I'm ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you. You. You are ridiculous. I just bet my tooth. I hit it on the white claw. <laughs> Does it can. taste like pina coladas? No. Tastes like blackberry. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, tell us where we are. I'm afraid to say I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> just be. So we are beep, a beep, and a the beep. beep continues. Beep, 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 beep. beep he starts beep, going beep. on this beep, 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 beep. But instead beep, of beep, 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 beep. Balls, beep, 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 Fudge balls. <laughs> nice. We are, we're outside of a grocery <laughs> store. And the feud between the grown man who could obliterate yes. these two shitty children Continue. He starts going on this whole rant about what they did yesterday and how fucked up it was. If they didn't have anything nice to say, they shouldn't have said anything at all. I want my mom. (laughs) Spencer rolls up on a fucking skateboard and he starts going off on this whole rant about how what they did yesterday was super fucked up. But instead of giving a fuck, they simply push him on a skateboard into traffic. Mm -hmm. He drops his cookies. Things fly everywhere and he rolls Mm -hmm. into traffic and he screams, Ah, my fuck! balls <laughs> he falls and screams for his balls yeah, a little rhyme at, at least make it an innuendo no they're 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 going for it they're like scrotum yes they're literally My scrotum imploding like three minutes into the episode they were like he's easy balls and balls dicks Anal, anal, dildos, coochie, moles, milfs, iPad, gynecologist, <laughs> picture, dermatologist. Do you think this is something we should keep an eye on? All I want oh, is my yeah, money yeah, if yeah, I raise yeah, my yeah, mind on yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, I pray my yeah, dick yeah, get busy yeah, the apple time. So I can fuck the world at 72 hours. Goddamn, I'm amazing. Goddamn, I'm in this bitch. And my mind is living on cloud nine my nine. I'm in that Maserati and boom, boom, I'm racing. I don't know how we got there, but I'm glad we both made it together. That was a mind meld eventually. <laughs> Bars, bars, balls, and bars, balls and bars. I love, I love how they just made the entire B plot about Spencer's balls. The entire B plot, Spencer's balls. The only thing that would made it better if we if we would actually seen them. I mean, we get a little close later. I'm I'm actually kidding. Like balls are probably my least favorite. They're worse than dicks. Like, dicks I've come to appreciate in my yeah. old age, but balls I'm still warming up to. Uh, I am still not warmed up to dicks. I'm No, I'm not I'm not there yet. I don't know if I ever will be. So, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Wait and find out till the end. We'll see. This is actually the least horny podcast on the internet. <laughs> We've changed so fast. Me. I just got comfortable with penises at the age of 24. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm 26 now and, uh... I'm still not warmed up to him. I'm still not warmed up to him. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll talk about it. But, you know, if I see one, I might cry. They're scary. That's the great thing. You don't have to look at them. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that. well, see, I'm talking about, you're talking about seeing dicks and balls. And I'm saying if I saw one, I would be scared. Yeah. I could deal with not seeing it, you know, the rest of it. But seeing it. Yeah. I, I I was doing a joke earlier, which is where I was being facetious and saying something mm. absurdist for laughs. Actually, I don't want to see scrotum. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad that we've we've addressed it. Nothing on this podcast is real. Do not take anything we say seriously. 
<laughs> uh, we're at the school and <laughs> we're at the educational institution. Yes, we are learning lots of things here. Freddie tells Sam that Barack Obama himself wants Obama? to Obama. Obama. <laughs> she tries to make a break for it, but much like Osama bin Laden, <laughs> Obama has got her cornered. <laughs> Teachers are. I'm sorry. Please. Can I take credit? I wrote that. I wrote that. Yes. Hold the applause. Hold the I, applause. I'm glad that you're letting me read this. To be quite <laughs> honest with you, because this one was a good one. Thank you. Teachers are poised at every exit to prevent her from escaping. She has no choice. She has to enter the Oval Office. But first, Freddie, make sure Carly comes to the Oval Office. The president is always way nicer to me when Carly's there. Also, can I borrow five bucks? Freddie just screams, no, and then leaves. Uh, if Sam was in trouble, like for realsies, they definitely would not actually let Carly into the office. Like, why are they acting like this is like their dad? You know, the whole thing where it's like, oh, you know, like if you if you ask, you know, they're always nicer when like you ask with me. Like, can we have a play date? But like they'll they'll say yes when you're here. Mm. Like, that's how they're treating the fucking principal. But also, I feel like the whole Obama is my dad thing makes sense. Yeah. Obama was a nice guy. I mean, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He's not anymore. He was a nice guy. He was perceived to be a nice guy. And then we were all like, oh, shit. War crimes. Oh, open our eyes. Bombings. Literally. Wee woo. Wee 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 woo. In the Oval Office with the Obama Office. himself. Obama. A teacher is literally manhandling Sam like, into the office and she's screaming, yeah. I'm not ready! Carly Shane to the principal's <laughs> office! Carly Shane to the principal's office! But this brunette Bob pushes this child into the office against her will, and she awkwardly just turns around and stares at Principal Obama. Obama begins talking, but Carly comes in, and Sam hugs her and goes, Look, Principal Franklin, it's my best friend Carly who loves me and sees the value in me as a person. <laughs> I was like, what value in her as a person? What value? That's mean, you know? She has a lot of values as a person. Okay, she will beat somebody up for you. Okay, so so would anyone. That's not true. Not anyone. So would I. <laughs> she always has food. So do I. <laughs> and she will always beat someone up for you. So will I. <laughs> well, I guess those you guys got the same values. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I was doing this thing called like a joke where you say something facetious for shock value. Um, and I didn't really mean it. Just. Yeah, and then, you know, I did that thing where I, like, answered and was, like, saying things did you, that were... Did you, did, you, did you answer? Did you answer what I said? Did you answer? The IRS is back in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was really scary. I heard it, like, what it sounded like. I didn't like that. <laughs> the best part, bro, the best part, too, is the video people are going to see you, like... <laughs> like, my face changes when I do it. It's not just my voice. I'm like... <laughs> Like, the demon actually comes out of you. Carly reads the scripts of Sam's defense that she texted her before she came in the office. And Carly's like, Sam did nothing wrong. She did not do the thing you're mad about. She's not that kind of... Gurf? Gurf? Girl! Well, you're right, Gurf! That was funny. That was funny. One, this is us when we read each other's notes on the podcast. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Like, our brains... Do not work the same. So. We phrase things so differently, and we don't understand each other's sentence structure. Also, this is what that girl who wrote that comment, this is what she wants us to do. She wants us to just read the script <laughs> word for word exactly how Carly read this text. 
no emotion Mm -mm. confused the whole time obama's like well maybe you gerfs have an explanation for these wait hold on i forgot it's an obama impression not a principal impression obama goes well maybe you gerfs have an explanation for these and pours a santa bag full of envelopes addressed to sam onto the table p franks also known as principal franklin also known as principal obama Obama. also known as former president obama also known as michelle obama's husband also known as the father of sasha and malika (laughs) says they're all Full of cash. Full of cash. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. What do you uh, tell us? Wee woo, wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. The the cops are on their way. If the letters are addressed to Sam, did Principal Franklin literally commit mail fraud? It doesn't matter if it's addressed to the school. If it says Sam Puckett mm-hmm. in the name thing, he is going to federal well, prison. Wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. Lock him up. Lock, Lock him, him up. up. Lock, Lock him, him up. Show us the mail. Show, Show us, us the, the mail. mail. They weren't addressed to the school, though. They were sent to the school, mm-hmm. but they were addressed to, to Sam. Sam. So it doesn't matter where they were sent. They It wasn't addressed to them. Yeah. And they knew who it was addressed to. So it's not like they were just like, oh, I don't know who this is. Like, they clearly knew who it was for. So, yes, he did commit mail fraud. I was like, how? He had to have opened them. Mail fraud. So actually, um, the cops are here to lock you up, P. Franks, not You're the going away for a long time. Uh, again, how many fans does the show have? That is a lot of envelopes. So many. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, uh, what? It, uh, huh? We don't know. It changes. And there's maybe no, four, maybe five. Maybe five. Maybe six. Sam is so excited because she can pay Freddie and Carly back. But P. Frank is like, no, you can't solicit money from kids over the Internet. And even Carly's like, we could get into serious trouble from this. <laughs> Since when can you not solicit money from kids? Is, is this not the current economic structure of modern influence culture? What? Yes, it, it absolutely is. I had the same exact thought. I was like. What? 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 Huh? Huh? I didn't actually look it up. Is it? My thought was like, oh, well, maybe it's because it's like the kids who sent it are underage. (laughs) What? So I Googled it. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, under 18 United States code, um, some symbol symbol 2422 and 2423, Mm -hmm. it is illegal to use mail, the internet, or any other form of interstate or international communication to solicit a minor for sex. (laughs) I was like, bitch, I wrote mail. I wrote money in mail. The FBI is literally at your door. Why are you trying to solicit children for sex on the internet? Why are you Googling this? Okay, is it illegal to solicit money from a minor from a minor from a minor via the internet? The internet. <laughs> is it illegal to solicit money from a mi- minor via the internet? It it seems to be like a gray area. Like yeah, like legally, kids can't enter into contracts, so it depends on what they're giving you money for. But I think if a kid just sends you money, like there's no real law against it. Also, I'm getting this information from lawyers.com, so do what you will with that. Spencer literally wrote that with his three days worth of, of law school. It's only illegal if you're defrauding people and telling them 
a lie. Oh, like if if they're sending you money for something, but it, they're not actually giving you money for that. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're literally doing a scam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these were like donations, like tips, like. Okay, so my only thought was because it was sent from kids who were underage. But again, how are they going to prove that? Like even P. Franks, like and the FBI, they can't really prove that. Yeah, and how do they know that their parents didn't consent and be like, well, here's $5 for your thing. Yes, and also you're going to tell me that kids had stamps and envelopes and everything ready to go to. That was a group project with their parents, baby. Yeah, like they had to ask their mom and dad. Mommy, my internet star needs money. Like even if even if they didn't ask their parents for money, like they still had to ask them for the envelope, card. Yeah. Like stamp, they had to t- ask them to take them to the post office. To ask go them drop to it write off. the things because they don't know how to spell. Yeah, because they're they watch like Harley, so they're illiterate. Like yeah, uh, they it was not on their own that they did that. Also, like who like who is to say that this is just like not like a tip or something? Like it's not illegal for children to tip if they go to like a coffee shop. They can put five fucking dollars in the jar. I'll get to it later on in the episode since I apparently I'm not allowed to spoil, but <laughs> I'll talk about that later. The principal says that they have to send it back. And just as Sam is complaining about how much time it'll take to send all the letters back, some dude comes in with two more Santa bags and goes, more mail. <laughs> and then she's like, we have to send all this back. And Carly's like, that's a lot of work for two girfs. Gurf is the most gender affirming word I've ever heard in my entire life. Officially, I'm a gurf. I'm a goblin gurf. A gurfy goblin, if you will. A goblin slash gurf are your new pronouns. (laughs) Pronouns. Goblin, gurf. Goblin, gurf. Thank you. They're interchangeable, actually. (laughs) So we are back at the Shea apartment. Um, I'm not soliciting you guys to send me money. I am soliciting. Send me fucking money in the fucking internet mail. Okay. I was going to say, but if you did want to, you know, my Venmo is at Natalie R. Collins. But... Sam and Freddie are repackaging the envelopes, and then they look to Sam and ask how the return address labels are coming along. They realize that she's not working on the return address labels. She's researching trampolines. Carly is pissed, and Sam's like, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I just want one so bad. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I would not send the money back. No. Like, I don't I don't care if it's against the law. The law isn't even real. Yeah, it's not even real. Those kids were stupid enough to send me money, okay? Mm-hmm. That's their problem, not mine. And how would Obama know? Is he going to like raid the apartment and kill me like he did to Osama bin Laden? Literally. Also, like you know, is Obama the feds? Like, is he gonna tattle on them if they keep it? Who's gonna fucking yeah. know? Is he a snitch? Because he's gonna get stitches if he's a snitch. Obama, watch out. Watch out. Damn. Sam's phone goes off. She has got to go. Freddie accuses her of leaving to take a nap, and she goes, I'm not going to take a nap, and smacks his ass back onto the couch. She has got a job, and she has got to go to work. All of the conservatives who are like, get a job, stop asking for money on the internet, are loving this scene right now. They're like, Sam Puckett could do it. Why can't you? Why can't that homeless man on the corner go get a job? First of all, look at her living environment when she's at her job. (laughs) Her mental health deteriorates. It does. No one wants that. No, nobody does. She has a cockroach in her pocket. Who wants that? It's sad. (laughs) For one dollar a day, you can help Sam Puckett kill all the cockroaches in her pocket. 
For $1 a day, you can send money to John Wayne Gacy's soul resurrected into a cockroach <laughs> where his little, little tiny antenna hands just want to smack butts. Smack, smack butts. Smack, smack, smack. Spencer is walking in super disheveled, kind of dirty. Hair mm. is a mess. As Sam is leaving, he's like, hey, Sam. And she's like, I'm in a bad mood. And he goes, you too. Why does Spencer look so damn good? A Awooga. You love a dirty man. You look sexy. We're back to being horny again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the horniest podcast on the internet. Horniest podcast. Give us the title back. Speaking of hot and Ooh. thick and dripping wet. Carly asked Spencer about his fudgeball selling. And Freddie's like, why is he selling fudgeballs again? And Carly's like, oh, well, he's helping a little girl win a bike. And Freddie's like, uh. And Carly just goes, hot mom. And Freddie's like, oh, MILFs are a universal language. I I thought this was a little objectifying of women. I hate to be a feminist because we all know I'm a misogynist. Yeah. Don't make this about feminism. Don't. You were talking about a man beating the shit out of teenage girls. Not that long ago. Let's not forget. But this is where I draw the line. <laughs> objectifying women is where you draw the line i just i didn't like it i mean it is a little weird that they're making like a a kid be yeah. like oh hot mom you know yeah i want to fuck that mom too like that was the indication i don't want to deep dive into it right now i just want to i just want to be like yeah milfs period let's all enjoy them okay <laughs> speaking of enjoying things we are at chili my bowl which I would like to get my bowl chilled by Spencer Shea, but only when he's dirty. But um, <laughs> Sam is getting into a literal fight with a customer about hot sauce, and the manager comes out and <laughs> makes her apologize. Mm-hmm. The customer blows a raspberry at her, <laughs> and she tries to leap over the counter to physically box them, and the manager has yeah. to hold her back. That's what Spencer wishes he could do to those teenage girls. Mm, but worse. But worse. Worse. Dun, dun, dun. Crazy Steve's about to come out. Ooh, ooh, just you wait. Both the boss and the hot sauce guy look super familiar to me. The boss is played by Teddy Lane Jr., who has been in a million and one things, but I 1000% know him from fucking Dirty Love, which is this insane movie me and my best friend from grammar school loved. It was the weirdest fucking movie. Have you ever seen it? Dirty Love? No. Six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's, it's bad. a bad. It's a bad. It's like one of those movies that's so bad you love it. Okay, yeah. And the hot sauce guy is played by Stephen Full, who has also been in a hell of a lot of shit. But uh-huh. I know him from that fucking show. I'm in the band, which is probably the dumbest fucking TV show that has ever existed. Wait, I'm in the band. That sounds so familiar. I'm in the band. What was it on? Disney XD. It was like about like this random teenager that like went into like an old rock band from the 80s that used to be really popular. So the hot sauce guy was one of like the rocker dudes. Oh, okay. This sounds really familiar. Yeah. And like, I don't don't remember if I watched it or not, but I, I, I definitely, it's coming back to me. Dylan, Dylan Sprouse was in it. What the hell? 
I'll I'll just send you this photo because like just like the the main guy like really seems like a um weird Russell Brand type character like they really yeah. wanted Russell Brand but it was Disney XD so they couldn't <laughs> afford him and they got like the best Russell Brand knockoff they could the look alike yeah so he was in that and I just I absolutely was like I know this man I know this hot sauce man from the worst TV show that Disney XD has ever made <laughs> <laughs> but I did enjoy it. And the worst movie ever on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm about, baby. It's sad. It looks familiar. You probably saw commercials for it, but were wise yeah. enough to not watch it. <laughs> Me, I looked at that Russell Brand dude and I was like. You're like, ooh. Hey, hi. Mm, horny, horny, yeah. hey. I had problems, I will say. In the two years I had access to cable. They were dark. <laughs> those were dark times. Yeah, I those spent those two times. years watching this. <laughs> like I could have. But but you have this fun antidote for the podcast, so it worked out. Is you it know? fun? Is it's it fun? so fun. It's so fun. Are we having a good time, folks? <laughs> we're having a great time. We're having a good time. We're laughing. We're joking. We're having uh-huh. bits. Uh-huh. I didn't have any fun antidotes. I just wanted to say that Sam is speaking to customers the way that everybody wishes that they could. Oh, absolutely. The boss tries to make her clean the men's bathroom, which I think is literally federally considered a a hate hate crime. crime. Yeah. She tries to protest, but the manager's having none of it. She goes Mm -hmm. in. As soon as a guy is coming out of the men's restroom, Uh holding a bowl of chili mid-bite, and he just Mm -hmm. burps on his way out as, like, the toilet is flushing. That was so funny fucking jank to me that was so nasty it was so foul so foul because you know what just what just happened in there shitting and eating chili at the same time in a tiny public restroom at the same time even i draw the line chili is coming out the bottom while you're eating it oh god oh god the smell oh god the smell stop smelling Mm -hmm. poop and eating at the same time capital punishment that's what that was not even a hate crime. That's worse. What is wrong with you, sir? What is? Why were yeah. you in there with a bowl of chili? Why? What was the reason? This is public, sir. What was the reason? He's nasty. That was the reason. Yeah, they... they. I'm ready to end the episode right then and there. That was like, disgusting. That was foul. <laughs> that, was, foul. that was so foul. I, I don't even know how we're going to move on. I don't use the word <laughs> foul liberally but that was foul <laughs> no we're conservative here we're the goddamn red scare podcast and we use fucking foul conservatively foul that was nasty that was nasty that was one of them damn liberal soy boys because i know me and my fellow <laughs> patriots would never do something that foul <laughs> all right guys, a god fearing man party. would never take a bowl of chili into the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> sorry i had to <laughs> I thought you were going to cut me off and say to Venmo you before I could say to Venmo me. <laughs> that would have been funny. No, I just wanted to continue the chili bit. You were like, I don't care what you're fucking talking about. I was like, no, me first. Me first, me first, <laughs> go away. That's not the way friends play. $10 million to guess what that's from. Anyway, my Venmo is at Natalie or Collins. We are back in the show apartment. Dragon Tales. <laughs> oh, Damn it, I love that show. Wow. Apparently not enough, fake fan. Damn. Dragon Tales, Dragon Tales. Let's all go to Dragon Tales. Come along, take my hand. Let's all go to Dragon Tales. You've got Ord, you've got Cassie. Something, something, something. You guys are very smart. 
Zach and Weezy prepared to fly because you know two heads are better than one. Dragon's Tales, Dragon's Tales. Anyway. Nice. Uh, anyway, again, for the fourth time, uh, my Venmo is... Venmo me, We are back at the Shea apartment. Sam comes in and hits us with the iconic, what goes on, line. Love it. And tells Freddie that his mom is looking for him because one of his relatives is deathly sick. He <laughs> bolts out of the Shea Shea, shitting, pissing, crying. Not throwing up, though. Carly is about to tweak out when Sam reveals that she actually lied to make Freddie leave because she doesn't want him to see her cry. Are we? Are we about to see Sam be vulnerable? This broke my fucking heart. I was like, it was so honest. It was a great line delivery by Miss Jeanette. Yes, yes, it was gut wrenching it was like cause I don't want him to see me cry <laughs> I was like okay euphoria uh, <laughs> give her the Emmy make her an EGOT Jenna McCurdy deserves so much for just this line alone she starts bawling on Carly's lap I don't like working I don't know how people do it it's horrible they don't let you sleep or watch TV or go online and and they expect you to be nice to all the customers and I'm not even allowed to eat the chili do you do you know what it's like to be me surrounded by giant pots of chili and not allowed to eat it she starts crying and Carly tries to get her to quit for her job but Sam's like no I told myself I wouldn't quit until I could pay back every penny I owe you and Freddie. Freddie walks in and almost yells at Sam for lying, but Sam just goes, "Ah!" Freddie screams back, "Ah!" and then just leaves. Okay, does Jeanette deserve an Emmy or do you deserve an Emmy? Uh, Both of us. Because I'm... Very good. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. I've been practicing all week for that. Um, yeah, it shows. Thanks. I rewatched the episode like 30 times. Everybody look out. Hollywood, look out. Hollywood, here I come. This is my this is my casting tape is that little snippet right there. <laughs> People are like, oh, what 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 is this from? Like, Why are, are you on a snap? What are you quoting? Huh? Why is there another <laughs> girl there? What's, the- what's ha- Why are you in the closet? Um, What's going on here? Is this is this a television show that you're you're quote? Just be like. Looking at the camera like The Office, like, yeah. Oh, guess what? It was good, though, right? (laughs) This is a multi-cam show. It's Mulaney. (laughs) (laughs) It's Mulaney. It's Mulaney. (laughs) You don't fucking get it. You don't don't know comedy. Yeah, you don't get it. (laughs) But honestly, I mean, Sam has a fucking point here. A hundred percent. Like, work sucks. I know. You cannot. I knew I was going to say it, but I thought it would be weird if I said it to my own line. (laughs) Mind meld. I always got you. Mind meld. Mind meld. But, like, you can't watch TV. You can't go online. You can't talk shit. Like, it work sucks, you know? We know. And this is why I would just like to say a big thank you to my boss who hired me because I'm going to say it. I I love my job. Thank you, boss. Guys, Cersei, I'm not kidding. She literally got paid a million dollars from Joe Biden himself in order to get rid of inflation to make people love capitalism again, just to say all of that. No, but I I will say (laughs) this is exactly how I felt when I got my first job, which was retail at a. Well, yeah, retail fucking sucks. I also felt about it about my second job, which was that was awful. Uh, I, 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 
I I I I I I I What was your first job? Um, my first job was corporate jobs are ten million times easier than working in retail or the restaurant industry. And if you think that you shouldn't tip because you could quote unquote do that job yourself, I promise you, you fucking could not. One one other thing I want to say, I think that it should be a law that every single person has to work one retail or service industry job in in their lifetime. Oh, I think if you want to be allowed in a restaurant, you have to have worked in a restaurant for at least a month. No one would ever complain again. Right. And no one would not tip ever again. Like it it's so crazy to see like the privilege when you go out to restaurants or like anywhere, really, because you can tell who has worked in the service industry and who has worked in retail and who has not so quickly. Yeah. And it literally is just the difference of having your parents' money and having that cushion between like after either high school or college, wherever you finish your education, yeah. and then going into the workforce in like right. a um like professional capacity and like obviously not everyone goes like into like a professional like arena but it's like Mm -hmm. the people who are in the professional arena who never have to work a fucking service industry job yes they're different than the people in the corporate professional arena who have yeah they are and also if you're old and you've worked in the service industry for your whole life fucking kudos to you that shit is hard and you're a hero and you're you're clearly one of the more important people in our economy because we see who has to go to work every day and who gets to stay home period anyway didn't mean to get po- we get po- we get political we get political we get podcast. political on this podcast we don't mean to but it happens we have opinions God, I hate life. feminism. I hate when women have opinions. <laughs> oh, I forgot it's me. Um, sorry. It's a me, a Natalie. It's a me. <laughs> we are at the Shea apartment again. Venmo me. It is the next day, and Spencer calls Carly down for an urgent meeting. He reads from a law book and says, and I quote. It is illegal to solicit money from the internet. No, I think you mean sex. These are their stories. <laughs> Olivia Benson walks out right now. She rings the doorbell. I get arrested. She's like, you're going away for a long time. He, Spencer goes, it is illegal to solicit money from the internet from persons under 18 Unless you provide a product or service, not sex, in return. <laughs> and sex Carly's is a like, service if you ask me. Yeah, Spencer did not specify, but I am, okay? Because so, Dan Schneider's probably listening right now. Like, so yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll provide that service. <laughs> okay, we will, we will on myself. <laughs> Imagine you're speeding and in your car you're just like, we will, we will, and slow down. You're like, I just pulled myself over. <laughs> they cancel out. Like, <laughs> No, you can't pull me over. I pulled myself over. <laughs> I went, we will, we will, we will, we will, we will. Didn't you hear me? <laughs> I already got it handled over here. Cops are like, <laughs> that was a cop shooting you because they were confused and they don't get proper training. Didn't mean to get political. Oh, here we go again. All right, let me please. <laughs> Carly is like, um, we didn't offer anything, and especially not sex. Oh, and he's like, <laughs> me on a date. <laughs> he's like, I Carly is going to provide every fan that sent money a product, not sex. <laughs> Carly, what product? Are we sure it's not sex? 
Spencer says, it's fudge balls. It's kind of sex. <laughs> kind of sexy. <laughs> okay. Okay. If I can okay. say a word, yeah. If I'm allowed to talk. We're going we're gonna to give the if, kids balls. If, if a humble New Yorker is allowed to have an opinion, go I would ahead, say, who's to say that the product or service was not already the entertainment of the webcasting? Period. Who's to say? That was a different character. Different <laughs> man entered the room. Who's to say? Who is to say? I agree with you, buddy. Thank you. That means a lot. This is this is literally the fucking sketch that they did on iCarly. <laughs> <laughs> literally. This is literally, and I quote, the sketch that they did on iCarly that Sam got a D on that you should get expelled from this podcast for. That's hurtful. Improv is my passion. I just can't believe that you'd be so disrespectful to my ambitions and what I wanted to and my character work that I worked so hard on and you're so just like dismissive and you don't even care. You don't even this is my this is my dreams. Anyway <laughs> when Corley comes down the stairs. She tells Spencer that she can't take him seriously in duck pajamas. So, logically, Spencer strips off his pants and is down to his boxers, Uh. which of course are also covered in ducks. All I could think about is, we covered your car in duck figurines. (laughs) Mom left that in there. Ben Taylor, anybody? Where did he go? Somebody out there knows. <laughs> but no, this is the beginning of a long <laughs> recurrence of Spencer stripping down to his boxers in front of his sister. And let me say, as someone who has an older brother, <laughs> I've never, I've never seen him in his boxers. <laughs> never. Mariah Carey has entered the chat. <laughs> never. Like, literally, maybe once in a blue moon, in the middle of the night, if we happen to cross each other's paths, and he's running to the bathroom, and I'm running to get water, like, perhaps. Perhaps. But, like, never just, like, hey, Cersei, what if I took my pants off and I'd be like, what? What are you doing? Like, it's not even, like, he was already in his boxers, like, he just got out of the shower, like, it was, like, he- Look at the thin piece of fabric keeping you away from my penis. (laughs) My penis and my fudge balls. My penis. <laughs> my balls covered in fudge. You want to lick them? It's getting quicker. It's getting quicker. It's like going in fast motion. They're like, we can't, we can't drive any fucking faster. Can these girls shut the fuck up, please? <laughs> like, why? Why did he strip them off? And, and the most... Okay, I got the egg after this, too, because he strips them off, but he doesn't take them completely off. Yes, they're around his ankles, and he tries to walk, and he's, like, waddling. Okay. I literally... I was like, listen, you stripping in front of your sister was enough, but you waddling with your pants around your ankles? Please. Please. I'm in New Zealand. I'm in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> so we find ourselves at a school full of minors. Carly explains to Freddy that Sako and other random men help them send the cookies out to the paying customers. customers. And with paying for the cookies, they still have $541 in profit so they can give it to Sam and she can pay them back and quit her shitty-ass job. Freddy's like, she won't take the money because she's too prideful and won't feel like she really paid them back. (laughs) So they hatch a plan. 
<laughs> um, this is way too easy of a solution. Yeah. There is no way that this actually works. Yes. Yes. There's suspicion on both sides, me thinks. Me thinks. Me knows. Me knows. Me about to knows. Me said Jaja Binks. <laughs> Um, Sam is at work, <laughs> and this random guy orders from her, and then just hands her an envelope. No, no, you have to set the scene. The vibes are off from the second he the walks vibes. in the place. They're eyeing each other. They're, uh, yeah, he looks like he is, like, he looks like one of those cops that they put in high school where they're like, this is a kid, right? This is a kid, and then it's like a 40-year-old This is dude. actually 21 Jump Street. Yeah, literally. It's Jonah Hill. Literally. You got the drugs? <laughs> like, actually, this is the sketchiest thing ever. This dude is not playing it cool at all. It's like a but- dude in straight leg Levi's at a music festival. <laughs> oh, yeah, buddy, you oh, got yeah. Molly. Oh. You got a, what do, what do the kids call it these days? I'm uh, looking for MGMA. I'm looking for... <laughs> do you have any idea where I do could you, purchase such a thing? Do you do you happen to have a, a, a friend named Molly? Maybe? <laughs> if, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I don't know, you know what you're saying. I'm a New Yorker. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> That, friends, is a callback. Anyway, is the scene set for you guys now? Is the scene set? So, we're at a music festival. There's a dude from New York There's there. A dude. And an he's, undercover cop. He wants Molly. It's Jonah Hill. He's right there. Way, uh, John Wayne Gacy as the cockroach is also there. We're all doing drugs. There's Cypress, <laughs> the stepdad from fucking... The uh, Gossip Girl, There's you know Austin who I'm talking Butler. about? The short guy that marries Blair's Neville mom. Paperman, he's yes. there. Everyone's We're there. All, everybody is there at one time. A random man, he goes up to the counter. He asks Sam for some food, okay? He orders some shit, you know, as you would. Hey, can I get some food? <laughs> yeah, buddy. He's Look like, yeah, up. this is a restaurant, uh, I guess. <laughs> and then he hand Sam an envelope with a little glimmer in his eye. Sam is very suspicious, as she kind of should be. She opens it, only to realize it's like over 500 fucking dollars in this one envelope. At Chili My Bowl. At Chili My Bowl. She deserved that tip because she is such a great Chili My Bowl out. She's such a good employee. cashier that scooped. She didn't even scoop anything. Like, he she literally said words anything. to her and then just handed. Yep. Take it. Take, Take it, it from me, Wayne. This Take is not it. sketchy Take at it, all. <laughs> she starts screaming, jumps on the counter, dances, rubs the money in customers' faces, does a cartwheel, screams, I have money! Eats chili right out of the pot, puts a plunger on her boss's face. Love it. And then runs out screaming. This is iconic. This Everybody should hilarious. be taking notes. About how they should quit their job. And if they don't quit their job like this, don't quit your job at all. Putting a plunger in your boss's boss's face. face. An adult. You are a child also. She is a child who just put a plunger on a grown man's face. Let me say, I would never do this to my current boss because I love him. And <laughs> because he's an anti-capitalist and he didn't pay me $2 million to say this. Yes. But all of my but. customer service bosses. Plunger. Except it's for waiting. one of them. Rob, I would never do this to you. But all the rest, mm, shout out. 
Watch out. You have it coming. I just might get inspired. It's like a school mm. shooter, but like a employment plunger. <laughs> trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning, Sorry. trigger warning. Tr- um, I love how they switched up the camera angles. Yeah. They went Jerry Springer for this fucking moment. Jerry! Jerry! And it was worth it. Chef's kiss. Like, she opens the envelope of cash. The camera is, like, down here. We're seeing her emotion from down below with the cash. She's like, <gasps> and then it gets up there like, you're the father. And she's like, what? I'm quitting. I have money now. Fuck the kid. I'm not the dad. I know who my dad is. <laughs> she's like, cash me outside, bitch. <laughs> and Dr. Phil Cross over there. <laughs> I, I loved it, though. 10 out of 10 on the camera work. Loves that. Great job. Loves it a lot. Loves it. Guess where we are. Where? I won't demand money, but I'll say it with a grimace. We're outside the grocery store again. <laughs> Spencer rides the little girl's back to the mean cookie teenager and tells him that he forgives them for being little bitches and that they're lucky <laughs> he didn't drag them by the hair into an alley and teach them something about something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He rides away. Them bitches sit in silence, angry, furious, fuming, upset they did not get that bicycle. But then he rides back over to them and goes, On the other hand, how cool is this bike? Oh, I won the fancy new bike and you didn't. How you jerks like me now? Oh, no, I'm out of control. And then he tips over their fucking table and rides away like a boss. It is 2007. It is 2008, actually. Oh, wait, it actually is 2008. I just meant that because I said that thing. But also it is. It is. Like a boss. Like a boss. Um... You know, I, you know, a grown man went out of his way to go harass two teenage girls over cookies. I'm sorry. The male ego. If two teenage bitches treated me like this, I would go out of my way to harass them as well. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. I was just saying, you know, he has, he has sculptures to sell. He's got shit to do. If you want to say that the male ego is so fragile here. It is fragile. Guess what? You got to say that they, them ego is also they, fragile because I would beat those bitches ass. The goblin slash girf ego is so fragile. You're going to make me go goblin girf mode. <laughs> <laughs> you like me now? Oh no, it's the Hulk again. Oh shit. <laughs> Hide your kids. Going goblin Don't mode. Look. I'm hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your goblins. She going girf mode. Hide your girf. She going goblin mode. It's going girf for real. Oh, no, 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 no. It's giving girf. The next trans mask that gets top surgery on the TL, it's giving girth. Please, we're going to get canceled so fast. I'm going to be the next trans mask on the TL getting top surgery. I told my friend I was thinking about cutting my boobs off, and he was like, this sounds like a discussion for your therapist. He was like, Ooh. Anyway, he was like, girth "You're mode. thinking about going girth mode? Not my, not my <laughs> territory." Damn, talk to your therapist about it. I'm not ready to discuss girth mode. Can anyone recommend a good therapist that's very familiar with going girth mode? I don't think mine's well versed. You know, have you ever heard about going girth mode? <laughs> I go to play? fucking online <laughs> therapy. Cersei, how's your week been? Yeah, so I'm really thinking about going girth mode. mode. <laughs> She's like, "Are you well? Are you?" Sa- 
are the girfs in the um, room with us right now? Wee woo, wee woo. Can they, you they see the girfs? Lock you up. Lock her up. Lock Where her are up. the girfs? Where are the girfs? Show us the girfs. Show us. You are not the girf. <laughs> the results are in. You are a goblin, not a girf. <laughs> that epic moment when you have to go goblin mode and not girf mode. God damn. Imagine explaining this conversation to someone. So what? what's your iCarly podcast like? When you're going goblin mode? <laughs> when you girf walking? You know that, oh, you don't know the fucking TikTok. There's like a TikTok thing that's like, what's the first video you would show a pilgrim? <laughs> like if you were to time travel, it would be this conversation. This would take them out. They'd be like, what is a gif? What Which is Victorian that? child of this conversation. <laughs> first sentence, they're dead. I saw Goody Proctor hanging out with girfs in the forest. <laughs> Drop a comment below if you're a girf or a goblin. <laughs> Girfs and the goblins, where you at? Where you at? Girfs and the goblins, rise up. Who's going girf mode? Who's going goblin mode? <laughs> Red for girf, blue for goblin. <laughs> you know, Anchor, we're going we're gonna to write into Anchor, <laughs> you know, our statistics that say 52% female, 40% male. No more. No more. It's the girfs and the goblins. I do it for the, the girfs and the, the goblins. goblins. That's it. That's it. That's on period. That's on goblin mode, baby. <laughs> Okay, we need to move on. <laughs> what fuck are we, we saying? Um <laughs> Okay, okay. Um let, let me <laughs> Spencer's wearing a penny tee. Um <laughs> that says going goblin mode. mode. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Crazy. Um Spencer's wearing a penny tee that says Mr. Sandwich. <laughs> And uh, you know, we we made him a sandwich in Paris. <laughs> we made him a pod babe sandwich in Paris. <laughs> I feel like we can't transition into normal podcast jokes after whatever the fuck just happened. We made him a goblin sandwich in Paris. Yeah Goblin mode in Paris. Spencer went goblin mode in Paris. <laughs> Goblins in Paris <laughs> No, we we we're pod babe. We're pod babe mode and 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 Paris mode in Paris, but we're goblin griff mode in New Zealand. Griff, <laughs> goblin griff mode in New we're Zealand. We're grifters. We're we're stealing everything. We're stealing. <laughs> we're we're goblin mode in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I see. All right. Uh, S- Sam comes in to the school in goblin mode. She is ex- she she is she's been in goblin mode this entire fucking episode. She she is ecstatic. It began when she beat that dinosaur's ass, Zebo, and then she switched to girth mode when she beat John Wayne Gacy as the cockroach. She's in girth mode when she's like feeling sensual. Oh, when she cries, she's in girth mode. That's epic girth moment. Yeah, epic girth moment. Epic goblin moment when she kills cockroaches. Epic girth moment when she's sensitive. Epic goblin moment when she avenges all of John Wayne Gacy's victims with one fatal swoop of a fire hydrant. No, not one. Fire one hydrant. One million fatal swoops. It's a fire extinguisher. <laughs> I love how that wasn't even what I corrected. I was like, it wasn't one. It was a million. I don't go fuck about what you said it was with. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. I love Ooh. this podcast about iCarly. <laughs> so it's, it's really about, it's really about iCarly. I love this podcast about goblin mode. 
I regoblin girth mode. <laughs> Miss Lispy mid shit short cready goblin girth shorts herself. The legal name on my passport. Every episode we just make it longer. Yeah, we're gonna have to start writing it down. Miss Lispy mid shit shorts herself. No, going- no, 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 no. Miss Lispy mid shit cred short herself. Goblin girf mode. You know, please. <laughs> Goblin girf mode is my mom. Call call me girf. I was gonna I was gonna put like all the letters, make it an acronym. M L M S C S H G G M. Miss Lispy mid shit. Cred short herself goblin girth mode. You said my name? <laughs> yeah, you called? <laughs> What's going on? Um You need something? Yeah. Uh I need to I need to talk about iCarly real quick if that's cool. All right, I I wanna hear it. I wanna all hear right. it. Cool, 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 cool. Um so Sam, she comes in, right? She's ecstatic about all the money that she made. And Fred and Carly, they're like, Okay, um, so are you like gonna pay us back maybe perhaps and she's like nah that's fucking stupid i went goblin mode i spent it (laughs) i was gonna say that i was gonna say that (laughs) she was like like, (laughs) (laughs) that was the foreshadow of goblin mode it was planned oh shit we've been going goblin mode and we didn't even know (laughs) oh fuck what's a garf to a goblin (laughs) Anyway, Fred and Carly, they do not. They are they are the Victorian children. They do not know what the fuck is happening right now. They're like, like girl, what is a gift? What's what? a goblin? What's a goblin? Where, where's our money? Our parents' money? We're so poor. And she's like, uh, y'all don't need that money, which, I mean, true. She did not lie. And she's like, trust me, I got something all of us are going to love. It's a goblin. <laughs> I love how she didn't even hesitate to not pay them back. Yeah, she, said, she was like, the I got money. I was said, slaving oh. away at the at the fucking chili my bowl. She said, I earned this shit. I got one good tip and I was like, I'm goblin mode. <laughs> goblin mode, baby, activated. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Our, as as soon as we get our first endorsement, I'm going goblin mode. I'm Literally. out. We're moving to LA. We're we're out. Goblin mode activated. Yeah. I'm already. I'm going. I'm partial going goblin. goblin mode. Personal goblin mode. Partial. Personal. Oh, partial. Personal go- goblin mode. Not professional I, goblin I, mode. I have a personal <laughs> goblin who lives in a house with me. Yes. Um. I'm and a professional one that um. Mm-hmm. He only he's only there like when I'm. I'm trying to teach him to, to go human mode. <laughs> um, but it's really hard for him. I'm trying to tame. He's I'm trying feral. to domesticate him, yeah. but it's really hard. You know, it's really hard. goblins these days, they don't want to work. <sighs> wow. Anyway. Um, Fred was also so fucking concerned that she wouldn't take the money to pay them back. I mean, he wasn't completely wrong. Fair enough. He just, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. All right, they... Oh, no, I'm going goblin mode! 
Um, they walk into the Shea apartment alert, and alert, the entire alert, living room alert. is cleared out as the kids are going gobble mode. And there's just a trampoline, no furniture. No furniture. And the kids are just jumping on it, having the They're time jumping. of their fucking lives. Spencer mm-hmm. walks in and the kids are screaming and bouncing and having a jolly old time going gobble mode. <laughs> but Spencer's in girth mode and he's like, oh, where's the couch? <laughs> and I just want to ask, okay, if Sam bought this thing why is it being kept at the Shea apartment why didn't she bring it home and have them come over to her I don't want to hear that they didn't have the set space or that that isn't in the zeitgeist of the iCarlyverse because I don't want to hear it I don't want to hear it if we can be outside a grocery store we can be in Sam Puckett's backyard yeah it's filled with cockroaches yeah maybe some used heroin needles who says she has a backyard um an alley hello broken glass Mm -hmm. never scared Sam Puckett um, okay. What, what You know, I was taught that if I didn't have anything nice to say, I shouldn't say anything at all. So. What were you going to say? No, I was just, I was just going to say. Were you going to go gobble mode on me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't go, don't, don't go girth on me. I'm not ready. I'm just a girth. I can't handle gobble mode. <laughs> um, well, I think that. The size of the trampoline would not have made sense for the size of Sam's presumable house that she has, first of all. Size differences are real. Sometimes it's just not compatible. Sometimes it's just too big, you yeah. know? Sometimes it's, it, it's just too big. As we said before, it just happens. It just happens, you know? And no amount of goblin mode will fix it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You can try. You can try, but... Believe me, I've tried. <laughs> Sounded badly. But sometimes sometimes the girf and the goblin just can't handle it. <laughs> the other thing is that I'm honestly not shocked, even if Sam's house could handle not shocked. could handle the size of this trampoline, is because she pretty much lives at Carly's place anyway. I see your point, but it just makes me sad that like in her downtime on a Saturday morning, if Carly was busy, like it would be at Carly's place and like she'd just yeah. be at home sad. I mean she breaks into the apartment. So like, is she just gonna be taking cabs all the time? How does she get there? No, she goes goblin mode. She runs <laughs> on all Remember? fours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember with Freddie on top of her. <laughs> yeah. See, we've been talking about goblin yeah. mode for a long time. We, just, we didn't have the eti- didn't the have etymology. The right we didn't have yeah. the verbosity to yes. explain it. It but. has taken a lot of time and research to come up with the correct terminology for what has been with happening. With the medical term for what happens to a young yes. girth when a all of a sudden girth. she's running on all fours supporting her friends on her back like an animal right. running at, at you know speeds we haven't even seen cheetahs we, run at. No. It's going goblin mode, and that is what Sam does to get to Carly's apartment you every know, single day. Interestingly enough, I've read that when one goes goblin mode, the testosterone mm-hmm. and adrenaline levels are higher than wow. anything ever recorded before. Wow. Yeah, so there's like a biological reason as to why the goblin comes out. Wow, there is science behind it. Yes. There is science behind it. You're hearing it here first. Yes. Goblin mode. That's crazy. It's, it's a mix of adrenaline, mm-hmm. testosterone, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then also this thing called goblin. the goblin gene. Um, yeah. 
Which you, you have to have the goblin gene to go goblin. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry to those who don't have it, you but you'll never know. understand. You'll never know. You'll never know. Unlike unlike the GERF, the GERF gene is yeah. actually more of like a state of mind. It used yeah. to be thought that you were predisposed to it, but after further research, it's more it's like more like nurture. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Than like nature, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's sort anybody of like could being be a GERF gay. if they really want to. It, it's a state of mind. I mean, you, right? You, you, like you can't force it. Like you either are, you aren't. Yeah. But there isn't a biological reason behind it exactly it's scientific yeah yeah there's articles about it you can read it right yeah look them up we'll we'll link them in the show notes Mm -hmm. did did sam pay for the assembly of of this trampoline i guess you know because because it definitely didn't come like that listen in my head i'm 12 and i still think that everything just comes assembled (laughs) and someone brings it to where it needs to go well let's uh let's think of a goblin you know 24 (laughs) mindset real quick it doesn't it doesn't come assembled. Bestie, I'm still just like, a box? A, a box? box? I don't want to. What do I do with this? Tools? Screws? We're, we're, we're adult. What I, What do I do? Mama, wait, Epic please baby put moment. together. I don't know. I don't want to put together. I, I can't read. The nemesis of the goblin, the baby. <laughs> Epic baby mode. I can't Epic do anything. Epic baby mode. I can't do anything. That's Spencer every single fucking episode. <laughs> Epic baby mode. <laughs> but, okay, okay. So, let's let's assume she paid for assembly. Let's say, for argument's let's, sake, that she paid for, for assembly. Let's say, for argument's sake, that, that she, did, she did, in fact, splurge and got, and got the assembly with that as well. Then that would mean... Did the assembly people take the furniture out? Spencer poses a great question. Where's, Where's the fucking, fucking couch? couch? Where is it? He's like, I'm about to go epic baby mode and take a nap, and everyone knows <laughs> naps are better on the couch versus your bed. So where's my fucking couch? So where the fuck is it? Where the fuck is it? I like, think this is uh, a classic like, case of no one thought anything through in this episode, and we could ponder yeah. all we want, but the only valid explanation is that Sam went goblin mode. She went goblin mode. Happened. She's jumping on the trampoline, and that's we should we aren't allowed to ask questions. No. Jerry Trainer asked that question that was not in the script. And then they took him off camera and they shot him in the back alley because they were like, how dare you ask that question when we were not planning on discussing why there's no furniture in this apartment? It was really tragic. It was in the news. And that is when, yeah, they hired a lookalike to continue the series. And that's when a lot of fan pushback happened because it was like, we know that you murdered the real Jerry trainer and you can't just replace him with Jim Carrey's cousin and expect us to not. Like we all know, we all know you're not hiding it from anybody. We know that you went goblin mode. We know that he was in baby mode and it was literally a crime. Took him out. And it it really saddens me that we'll like, we'll never be able to go to Paris because as, as much as Jim Carrey's cousin, uh, Kim, like he, Kim he Jerry looks, looks like him. Yeah. He's it's not. never the same. He's yeah. not the same. He can't do the things that we did in Paris. I'll go to Belgium with him. Maybe Rome. I'll yeah, go to Rome with maybe. him. Maybe. But Paris? But Paris. No. That's reserved Mm-mm. for the real Jerry. Yeah. Pour one out. Pour one out for the real Jerry. This is the last episode. <sighs> Damn. We'll miss you. R.I.P. brother. You were the ultimate baby mode. You were. You never got to take that nap. <laughs> now he's taking the eternal nap (laughs) brother i'll never forget you he's up with it he's up there with john wayne gacy the cockroach i think john wayne gacy the cockroach is in hell just a little bit he's not up there just just a little john wayne gacy like i wanted to smack that butt
Oh, goddammit, come back down here. Cockroaches! No, actually, Spencer Shea, he... Jerry might be in hell for taking his pants off in front of Carly. Oh, yeah. That was one of his last acts. Yeah, that was. Oh, my God. He's in hell with John Wayne he's Gacy in the hell. cockroach. Oh, my God. So he can slap his ass. Wow. John Wayne Gacy the cockroach is slapping his ass with all of his, like, ten fingers and toes. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. To all the men out there, I know that cockroaches do not have ten fingers and toes. I love how you didn't address the women. You were just like, just men only. Oh, because because women know that like sometimes you just say things that you don't mean, but men are like, um, let me take this as an opportunity to school you on the fact that insects actually only have uh, six uh, legs. Actually, actually, um, I research cockroaches and um, fuck you. Um, um, the 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 only insecta that has more than six legs is actually an arachnid. Um, did you not hear that we went goblin mode? Shut up. Literally. I'll go goblin mode on your dick and bite it off. And then I'll go gurf mode and roast it over a fire and serve it to your mother. Wow. That's so sweet of you. I know. I love to feed Mm -hmm. the hungry. I love ending the episode on such a wholesome note. So we're in the post credit scene. We have a cool kid named Matt with his swoopy hair and beanie. And he tells us he's going to juggle diapers. Is there poop in them? Oh, well, he pulls out three diapers that honestly kind of look like there's a little bit of there's a little bit of something oh, maybe pooping them a little oh, no poopies. spencer went to baby, baby mode he went baby mode three he times went baby mode. damn um little matt boy he he starts juggling these poopy diapers and he says love your guys show keep on keeping on do you remember when that was like a phrase yeah keep on keeping on people have that tattooed definitely yeah <laughs> not me sorry to you <laughs> And then he says, why are you still watching? Say goodbye. Say goodbye. And then he, like, stops. And then he just, like, finger guns the camera and does a little wink and is like. If I had a pickup truck, I would hit this kid with it. (laughs) But I don't think my Toyota Corolla would hit him with enough force Mm. that would satisfy me. So I need the pickup truck. So he lives to see another day. Unfortunately. Until until yeah. I got a pickup truck. Right. Until we go goblin mode. Imagine being this kid and then just seeing this podcast and you're like, that's what they have to say about my childhood acting debut? That's so mean. I thought that you weren't supposed to say anything if you didn't have anything nice to say. Guess what? This isn't Bambi, bitch. Damn. We go goblin mode here. Bambi didn't know about goblin mode. They didn't know. Also, why diapers? Of all the things to juggle in your house, why diapers? I I wish I had I wish I had a semblance of a response to that question. I I don't know. Like even if they weren't poopy diapers, why diapers? You have to have other things in your house. They were trying to tell me something about Miss Lisby Chart herself. Uh oh, not M M L S M S C A E I O U Y. Dan Schneider saw into the future, and they she, he was like, Cersei needs my help. She has a problem. He was like, oh, shit, this is a message. You need a you need help with that. It's not normal for a girl of your age to be experiencing. Well, I'll have you know I haven't shit myself in like six, five months. So <laughs> you were like, <laughs> fact check. So, um, guys, that's it. That's that's the end. This week's pod babe of the week goes to someone very special. This goes to Twitter user Soybean, LOL, also known as Soybean Lol, Sawyer, and the Soy Meister by their very close friends and family. Lolzies. I already said they're at, but 
Sawyer, we want to give you a special thank you for the love you gave yeah. us on Twitter. We Hell see yeah. every tweet that y'all tweeted us. Every single one. Actually, fake. Natalie sees every tweet you guys send to us. And my <laughs> dumb ass is like, wait, what? People said stuff? I didn't see notification because two people are on this one account. What? And then I go back and I'm like, oh, yeah, this was sick as fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Thanks. You're the best. And that's best. why you are pod babe of the week. Tell your yeah. friends and make them jealous and then kill them because you went goblin mode. Goblin mode. Officer, I'm sorry. I just went goblin mode. Wee woo, wee woo. Wee woo, wee woo. Wee woo, wee woo. Wee Full circle. That's what they wow. call it in the biz. Crazy. In two weeks, we will be rewatching I Hurt Lubert. I'm so excited to see old Luby again. Oh, we missed Luby. We hope that you rewatch it with us. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Hey, what's a big idea with some soup for a New Yorker? <laughs> Give me some soup. Can I get some soup in here? If you love I Rewatch iCarly, go ahead and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app or rate us on Spotify. And if you want a chance to be Pod Babe of the Week, be sure to check out our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook page at I Rewatch iCarly for more content. And head over to our YouTube channel for extended uncut videos of each episode. You can also find Cersei at Cersei.mp3 on Instagram. And you can find Natalie at Natalie R. Collins on Instagram, where the rest of our social media is linked in our bios. Disclaimer, I Rewatch iCarly is not affiliated with iCarly or Nickelodeon in any way, shape, or form. We shall not be held responsible and or liable for anything we say. Anyone listening to our podcast agrees to not hold us liable for what we say or display. We are merely a third-party conglomeration of stories and theories about or pertaining to iCarly, its cast, and creators. Said theories or stories may or may not use real names, all Always in semi-real and slash or mostly or substantially fictitious ways. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. And if you choose to take anything we say 100% seriously, you are an idiot. But we are also idiots. You don't mean anything we say. Long story short, free speech, fair use. You can't sue us because we're making it up. Good day.